0: Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast. But remember, our doctors are only here to educate, not
1: diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. Hey, Spine Whispers. Thanks for listening to our podcast yet again. I am here with Drs. Joshua Fink, Dr. Matt Fink, and Dr. Brad Maurer. Enjoy.
0: Okay, everybody, welcome back. Um, We usually get the comment or something to the effect of like, God, I would hate to be your kid, you know, or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly they're like, I'm glad I'm not your wife. But like, also they say it about kids. Yeah. And um, we had a couple questions that we wanted to go over with people. What do chiropractors have their kids doing? You know, wh- how are our kids different from everybody else's? And that's something we wanted to just to take a couple minutes to explore this week um, as kind of a just an offbeat podcast, yeah. you know, it, it, man, you don't have to look too far to get real depressed, you know, in terms of like what's going on in the world. So I want to talk about something maybe a little more fun, or just a little different for people that are like, I wonder what it's like, you know, so we're going to talk about what it's like. We've got a couple topics that we're going to cover. Um, one of the most often asked questions is, you know, is there stuff you don't let your kids do? You know, certain sports, certain activities, this or that, that we, just, that we just don't let our kids do. You know, there's a real fear that comes with being a physician because you know all of the things that can happen, you know? Yeah. Um, Dr. Dwayne Marquardt, who practices down in, in Chesterfield, Um, when I first got uh, done doing like my, my residency with him, he, he's like, yeah, the first year you're a doctor, just call your mom. And I was like, what? He said, just call your mom. She'll know the diagnosis better than you. You know, too much, you know, everything is a cancer. Everything is a a laceration. Everything is a life-threatening illness. Just call your mom. She'll be able to diagnose the patient better than you. And he was probably right. He almost always is. Um, but that's the, the burden I think of being healthcare providers, we, we know all of the things that could be wrong when the kid comes in the room and they're like, "Dad, I need help," and it's like, all that flashes through your head. You know, it's brutal. So, um, yeah, there are some things that we just don't have our kids do. So let's let's talk about it. Activities, sports. Is there anything we do not let our kids do?
1: With, act, with regards to activities, activities
0: or sports, anything. Like what don't what don't they do?
1: Well, I know Landon and Chandler don't like it because their uh, heads get real sweaty when they're biking or when they're Mm -hmm. um scooting they always wear a helmet no matter what now i differ with my significant other regarding socks and shoes Mm -hmm. i want socks and shoes she says at least uh, put shoes on so that so regarding safety gear if they're gonna do something that's gonna put their spine in danger make sure they know what they should be doing on the equipment like uh you shouldn't be trying to do a handstand on a on a scooter uh while it's moving
0: yeah, yeah i'm the same with the uh
1: Unless as you get older, sure. But right now, nine and seven, you don't want to be risking your growth plates. Hi, Kim. Hi. Welcome to the broadcast. Hi, how are you? Um. Why did you say socks and shoes? When you look at grip and running over toes and um, tearing the flesh from your feet. And the hard things your feet will
0: strike. I'm the same way. You have socks and shoes or you're barefoot. That's the right. one thing you do not have is flip-flops. Because all those are is a way to go to the hospital.
1: Yeah, get caught on anything. Get caught on anything. So,
0: yeah. Tear your toes off. Like, forget it. My sons are a lot like me in that they cannot focus. Like If we're somewhere new or different, we're just looking around. And we need to be practically led. And if you have flip-flops on, it is absolutely a sprained ankle. I'd take them anywhere barefoot. But I, I won't take them anywhere with flip-flops. So I tell them that's why. And that's why for us.
1: Yeah, regarding regarding footwear and other yeah. stuff. Yeah. But yeah, no, with you
0: like, you know, we we walk almost every night. Jacko's out on his bike. Can't get him off the thing, and uh, he's got that helmet. He's got a really cool helmet on.
1: Yeah, and really, you look back when we were growing up. Yeah. All those pedals were metal, so like you had no choice but to have socks and oh, shoes on. Have like spikes, yeah, spikes socks. spin around with the yeah. shin. Head. Oh, I have yeah. so many. I have There's so many. There's so many people sucking in their
0: breath right now. Yeah. <laughs> I could just make the sound <laughs> that, the, that the thing makes when it comes around. It just yeah. bam. I had one of those you. into my shin before. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. just
2: drills you. Yeah. All right, uh, any uh, Dr. Brent for myself, uh, I'm kind of outing myself on this one because I've never told Katie my daughter this. Well, we moved into our house. Almost 12 years ago, and so she would have been around four at the time, Mm -hmm. and the house that we bought, the previous owners had a trampoline in the backyard. Perfect. But, and they offered to to leave it there. Yeah, we'll leave it, yeah. But I, I told them to take it. I was like, I think, I, think we had, I think we had had an incident. We had a patient maybe like a few months before. Oh, we that. have them
0: every six months.
2: And uh, we had a kid, and this was extra bad. And I saw, I mean, he was rough shape from, from trampoline action. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I had the previous owners go ahead and take that trampoline with them. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying don't have a trampoline. Yeah. And I've let my daughter go to those trampoline parks numerous times. Absolutely. but Those things are cool. It's just, just sometimes, careful. yeah, be careful. And sometimes the way they're used isn't, you know, maybe the way they're meant to be yeah. used. That
1: That's exactly right. And that follows in with, like, safety precautions. And, right. I mean, I, I'm kind of a rule stickler. So, like, if they have rules like one person at a time jumping on the trampoline, maybe one person at a time jumping on the trampoline is accurate. And you shouldn't be, like, so not like three 12 or four, kids. double, double <laughs> bouncing and all like, that as stuff. As long as they understand. It that seems super when, boring, but, like.
0: Yeah, when, the, it, when the kid's going down on it, the. Canvas is going to be tight of the trampoline. You're not going to bounce. You're just going to shatter your bones. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, I bought a trampoline this weekend. <laughs> oh, <sweet. laughs> it was the first yeah. time I ever one because I just, you know, there's so many activities. Yeah.
2: Because mean, they, of the pandemic, they're, they're right, you just can't
0: yeah. do anything. You know, you got to take them here, take them there. And it's like, these kids have got to get some kind of physical education. You know, the sun's going down a lot earlier. So when we get home, we're walking. Now we got flashlights, you know. And so I just needed something um like a interval training almost yeah. and that's what the trampoline is because they outlet. yeah because you have them all now their backs are sore like, so, so that, like... One,
2: that one was just me
0: yeah no 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 <laughs> um it was i was with you up until this up until friday of last week yeah. and i was like they've got it i got to get them something no, else I to do, do. and like, it's only because we're in the height of a pandemic like so, one of
2: those she went to those trampoline parks a lot you know not just the birthday yeah friends would go and i think it's a great it's great exercise and great for their core and jumping absolutely
0: but like you got six kids on there it's someone's gonna get crushed so like we modulate our we moderate our time you know i don't have all four of them on there ever yeah trampoline i would say extreme caution
1: under supervision extreme caution
0: follow the rules and if they're not going to follow the rules just sit up Uh, you know like it's a It's real easy to get hurt on a trampoline, but it provides a wonderful source of physical training of the child's body. Flying through the air, core muscles like crazy. There's almost no other way they would get that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they offer an incredible stimulus, but, man, you really got to keep your eye on it.
2: And it's something they can do on their own if just one of them wants to go out, they're bored. You don't have to have a bunch of people to do it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely so. In terms of sports, do you guys have any... Man, that's the problem, I think, with having the practice that we have. We see everybody. and So we see, we see your football concussions. We see your softball concussions with your soccer concussions.
1: Gymnastics.
0: Gymnastics, holy cow, you know. There is no sport. If my sons wanted to try it, there's no sport. I'd be like, you are not playing that. Not now, you know, when they were, because they've changed the rules. You know, football for young people is flag football now. That's fantastic. You play flag football all day long, but if you put a helmet on, and they're that young, that that's not going to happen. You know, they just don't understand the discipline required to to tackle correctly. And so uh, now you know, flag football stuff like that, no problem. Getting them ready for real football, teaching them the proper techniques. I feel like you know? just
2: have to know that with certain certain ones, there's, oh, there's yeah. certain injuries that they're they might be more prone to, and just making sure they're. Physically ready for Physically ready. You know, that's and, really it. Uh, and you know, age isn't a good determinant of whether or not they're physically ready. That's because right. everybody that's is right. different in terms like, of how know, like. They Dr. Follow. Matt says, it's you
0: know, I'm betting growth plates on this. Yep. You know, like that's a big deal. Get a green stick fracture or something like that now, it you know, that's that's a real problem. But the you know, gymnastics football, hockey, they those are some of the worst cases that we see. Just because of the specialized equipment and in the case of gymnastics they the extreme body positioning that's required can really can really do some damage, you know. Especially for the younger female gymnasts who are so much stronger, you know, pound for pound. They're just incredible. And uh, you just want to keep an eye on Make sure you do a really good job. So I guess I would say because they're under my supervision, there's no sport that's off limits. You know, but if they were like, hey, dad, I'm going off to XXX camp or whatever this week. I was like, "Let me see what camp that is. Let me see. Let me see who's coaching that." Right. You know, there's still some guys out there running around doing the stretching like we did when I was in high school. You know, like oh, stretch first, warm ups afterwards. Like completely backwards. Like that guy down here at the uh, church, the athletic director, who wouldn't listen to me when I was giving a talk on str- stretching and warming up. He's got his arms crossed, sitting there. That's not what we did. And so, what do I do? I stood. One foot away from him, and I talked down at his forehead for the rest of the talk. I would have fought him outside if I had to. Because he's putting kids on the line because he thinks he knows better. I'm still mad about it, apparently. I can tell. I can't handle it, Kim. People who are in charge of children willfully ignoring new facts. It makes me crazy. That Anyway, that's my thats my thing on sports. No, I'm still mad. No, I don't honestly, tell you.
2: No, honestly, I think I don't that. Tell you. Uh, for me, and he's the athletic director. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a problem. All right, sorry, Dr. Maurer. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think for sports, that sums it up. I was just kind of thinking about something else that I don't like seeing or I would talk to my daughter about. And it has to do with actually the the very first reason I went to see a chiropractor mm-hmm. when I was about I was 15 or 16. My neck was stiff, and I decided to use my hand. Oh, gosh. And I did, a, you know. Get the move. Try to do a self-adjustment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And next thing I know, I can't lift up my head. I, I still kind of cringe, you know, and we get this question all the time from patients. Is it, you know, is it okay if I, they, they usually say, crack my own neck. And so what I say is, you know, if you're just stretching, normal movement, and you hear, yeah. you happen to hear that noise, which doesn't always mean anything's really actually happened, but right, just don't, you know, use your hand and crank on that. Right, or get your friend to help you. Yeah, or have them try to, yeah quote, pop it into place or whatever it might be.
1: There are some volleyball players that um mobilize each other's joints. Yeah. Um, and we're not talking like nineteen, twenty, we're talking like thirteen, fourteen. And they're like, Oh yeah, what's her name? She uh, she uh cracks my back all the time. I just have her do this and that. And I'm like and at this point I'm passed out. Yeah, Dr. Stop Matt listening. Up,
0: he throws up in his mouth when people start telling him these things. Um stories.
1: but then I I tell them the diagnosis and treatment of subluxations is a chiropractic thing.
0: It's exclusively in our purview. No so, other physician does it.
1: So it's not just like, oh, I'm just going to do this when I go home or, yeah. oh, I'm just going to pop yeah. your back. or It just I'm makes gonna... you
0: feel better. It doesn't
1: L- do anything. The diagnosis and treatment of mm. subluxations is mm. a chiropractic
2: thing. Mm. It is a doctor thing. Mm-mm-mm. So Kim, please, please, don't... Yeah. So, what, so what that means is we... <laughs> Trained for a long, long time to figure out which vertebrae aren't in place. Yeah, and we put them exactly where they need to go in place.
1: We're not. We're that not other whimsically doing, yeah. putting yeah.
2: flying bones around.
0: Right, and it's like if it, you adjust your friend 15 times a day, if you were doing it right, you wouldn't need to see them that often for that long. Your, your treatment plan sucks. Stop adjusting your friend. You that's, that's a good point. point. Just tell me your treatment plan sucks. Yeah. You know. All right. Very good. Um, okay. So activities that we do or we don't do with our kids. And I'll uh, I'll go first. I I limit the heck out of continued iPad time. I don't limit as much Xbox or uh, Nintendo Switch because those are up on a TV on the wall, you know? Just look at the height of the device. If it's a small handheld, like that Switch comes out of that cradle, then there's a timer going on, you know? But if uh, somebody's playing Mario or something on the Switch and it's up on the wall, we'll play for an hour. But that's it. Where are they looking? If they're looking down, they're not doing that thing very often. If they're looking up, no problem. If they're looking out straight, no problem. But man, people need to understand that it's the posture of these video games and devices that's destroying. It's going to be an epidemic. You know, every millimeter that that head moves in front of your ears, that you look down, that you get that turtleneck, that is a cerebrospinal fluid it's a blood pressure. It's a lung capacity. It's a oxygenated blood to the brain. It affects so many things in these children. It affects so many things in adults. In adults, it's a big deal. Now you've got young people who are who going through their whole life with that kind of de- deficiency. It's, it's criminal. Like, it's really, really bad. It'll be what we spend the rest of our careers combating, you know, yeah. if we just want to do the, the numbers for young people. We have a lot of elite athletes here. We have just as many kids who just can't move their head back. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're falling forward all the time, and it generates a lot of problems with the way that their brain works and the way their brain runs their body. And it's not a, you know, some pie in the sky. It's just good to have posture. Kids that don't have good posture ha- have intellectual and physiological deficits. It's just that simple, and it's it's brutal. So like that's the thing. My like kids, what are they doing? Is it something where they're looking down? Well, they're not doing that thing very often or for very long, and that's it. You want to take that iPad, tape it to the wall, knock yourself out. You can do it longer. And that's it. That's it. The other thing that I have them do is exercises and stretches, postural work to retrain the way their brain is. Because what you're really doing is training your brain to look down, that you want to look down. So the brain's like, oh, I'll make that easy on you. I'll contract the front muscles, loosen up the back ones, and I'll change the posture. So you want to tell the brain, oh, God, I'm sorry about that. I wanted to look out. So I got my kids doing postural exercises when they're done on that stuff. And if that's not good enough, I'll make them do neck traction. And if that's not good enough, it, once we get into the fall and winter, we do yoga. So I'll be back to yoga here soon. Anyway, that's mine.
1: So uh, activities. Let's talk about soda real quick. Okay. So my boys drink a bunch of water all the time. They drink a bunch of milk all the time. Um, orange juice, yes. Apple juice, yes. The boys love it. When we talk about soda, they don't they don't know what soda tastes like. That's now, right. Now the only soda they've ever had is Fanta, and it's it's not. It is the minimal amount, and it's maybe once a month, mm. um, because Chick fil A offers Fanta. Oh, so th- I'm okay with that yeah. because it's once a month, and it's not it's not a every day, twenty four yeah. ounces. So so when we talk about soda intake, the boys really they all they know is Fanta. Yeah, um, my kids have
0: never. Like, we do not, we do not drink soda.
1: Water, water, iced tea. I've even got them iced tea a couple times. Like, it's not even,
0: it's not even that it's, you know, oh, 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 sugary snacks are good. You should have them every now and then. Soda is so far over the line. So far over the line. And it's
1: very, very addicting. Yeah. And it, it
0: replaces good calories that they should be eating. You know, it makes them not hungry. It's just, it's bad all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, soda will be the next smoking, you know. Well, now with all the energy drinks too.
2: I mean, absolutely. that's a whole other thing. Yeah. you know,
0: and there's, there's. What's crazy is there's, there's evidence down there, buried in that mountain of crap that they try to sell about Gatorade and electrolyte replacement and sodium boluses. You know, but uh, man, it's covered up and w- everything that came afterwards. Like you know, when Monster tries to market itself similarly to Gatorade, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That, that stuff is trash. That's never been in, my, in our house. No. Never, 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 never. Nope. Yeah, the worst thing ever is a Gatorade Zero instead of regular Gatorade. You know, because, like, we're out shoveling mulch or doing something all weekend. I got, you know, we drink Gatorade. You know? Yeah. Oh, the yellow kind. That the way they know what it's like to punch. suffer. Fruit punch. Yeah. Yeah. Fruit punch. Okay, yeah, yeah. Boys love it. No, I get the yellow kind because it lemon sucks. Lime. Yeah, yeah, lemon lime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lemon lime. And it's the, really... The, 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 fused, it's it's li- We put a whole bunch of water yeah. in there. Yeah. It's strong it. lime and weak lime. That way I want the boys to really understand, like, this sucks.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Cool. Are you done, Doctor mayor Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh,
1: just wanted to kind of.
2: Yeah, get I'm glad on you that brought that up like yeah. that. I didn't even
0: comp- I forgot about that. You know, screaming about energy drinks. Uh,
2: and for me, I, I really just think it's promoting activity in general. For me, it, like not Absolutely. specific activities, but and oh, I feel like brings up a good point. For me, it's it wasn't a lot of hard work for me because Katie. Anytime I've showed her anything physical from the time she was a toddler, that's all she wanted to do. Like we <laughs> go, to, go to the playground, she could spend hours there. First time I showed her a soccer ball or basketball or what, she would do that for hours. When she saw someone hula hoop, she did it until she figured out how to do it. So I feel like, not like I cheated, but I right. had it kind of <laughs> easy. <Right. laughs> but I do feel like I did from the time she was little. And part of that was because she just was an active, active person. She still is. I can't keep up anymore. But from the time she I don't before, think I, anybody. I would like I would introduce you know different types of activities. I guess. Diversifying the type of activities so they learn. Okay, that is the point. That's a huge point. point. Like, I think soccer is an amazing sport. But even if they don't keep playing it, you know, that's a good introduction to activity. Sport. It doesn't have to be sport activities, but that's a great introduction just learning footwork and running and being active. And it
0: shouldn't be, you know, when we were growing up, if you played select soccer, you had one extra game a week. Now, if now you play crazy. select. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's Monday. I think, especially when they're younger, and like we were talking, when they're developing, let them try. Just try. It doesn't have to be even structured. Right? Just let them try different things. Right. You different can't activities.
0: overtrain. You know, you can't just do one sport. Yeah. You'll overtrain your body, especially at that age. Later on, sure, but not not when they're young, not when they're up and coming. Yeah. You know, if any of my sons were you know they like basketball they like it all but if they like i only want to do this to the I'm going like no you're going to we're going to go do something else
2: we're and a lot get of people worry about and... the college coaches but a lot of your college coaches look to see yeah cuz they've you've played more kids. than more than one that's right
0: like did they get hurt like they know they know yeah. they want a multi-sport athlete even if they're not you know lettermen in all of them forget it you know Do people yeah. still do that Do people still letter in sports yeah yep yeah. is that still a thing mm mm-hmm. mhm because your kid is lettered in all of them. And she's like a, she's a couple. Yeah, she's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cool, man. Just the best. Okay. Uh, so that, and we talked about posture, activities. The last thing I want to talk about, two, two left. One, I want to talk about empowerment. And um, this is something that it, it isn't one. Of, it's an intangible, right? It's an intangible. The education um, that we try to give our kids and all, every single kid that comes into this office. So when I say chiropractic kids, I, I don't mean just my sons. I mean every kid that we see in here. We educate them about their bodies. You know, If we are back there, if somebody, mom brings in her son, he's got this or that going on, and I'm talking to him and he's staring off into space, You know, like just do whatever to my body, I'm not actually here. That child is not empowered. That child is not part of it. They don't own their body. And I stop the exam right there. And I engage that that young man or that young woman for a very long time before we go any further with a physical exam. Because that's unacceptable. You know, I get it. You know, some parents, you don't have time to talk to your kids about the cells. But that's my job when your child comes in. We're going to talk about it. And so our sons are, and daughters and all every single kid that comes into this office, they get a lecture. They get a talking to about their ownership of their own body. In a lot of places, especially young women, You know, they get taught from all these commercials about what they should look like, what they should eat, what they should... That's all crap. And our job as physicians and one that we take very seriously is to make sure our kids and the kids we take care of are empowered. They own their bodies. They understand how their body works. They know what calories mean. They know what's good and what's bad. They know about activity. They know about posture. And if that's not one of the greatest things that we do... You know, I don't know what is. Like, yeah, we've had people not have to use their walkers. We've had people be able to drive again or hike again or this and that. But, man, you take a young person who is just a, in a ride-along, you know, in their own body, and the next thing you know, they're organizing their own stretches. They're pursuing a goal. Man, that's that's badass.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, it couldn't have been said better. Yeah. Did I, okay, I got a little crazy, did I? No. No, that was good. No?
0: Okay. all right, all right
1: um i was
0: feeling
2: it and then <laughs> yes, uh, yeah I, it is it's so bad. bad like it's like yeah
0: man yeah you know you come in like hey what's going on and then they look at their mom like and the mom's like oh he's got this and that i'm like i don't know and then i ask the person like hey am i doing this exam on your mom you know and if they're still kind of like i don't know what, what is going on then they're getting the stethoscope and i put the stethoscope on i'm like here's what we're gonna do and i make them listen to my heart i make them listen to my thing i make them count my respirations and i keep going until they either are so sick of me that they start doing what I say, or they're like, they start to loosen up.
2: Or they tell you that your heart's about ready to explode.
0: That's you're... exactly right. Like, you're a little pumped up, Dr. Fink. You need to calm down.
1: <laughs> we, we call that amped yeah, in my house. Up.
0: Up. Like, what's wrong with him?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, okay. And then the last thing I want to talk about was um, oh, injury. How, how our sickness. kids respond to injury and sickness. Yeah. So this has a little bit to do with the empowerment issue. Uh, but the larger thing is, um, you know, what do our kids do when they're hurt? They come to us. You know, like, like I, I, I put the kids in bed, and then, ice packs. Um, yeah, my the boys will get up, bam, bam, bam. My bam, boys dead, will get dead, up out dead, of bed, dead, dead, and you know? get an
1: ice pack, <laughs> wrap it up, then go back to bed. <laughs> and then, and then you go to wake them up for school, and there's the, they both have ice packs. Like, oh my, my knees hurt, or
0: oh my neck hurt. Yeah, or, the old uh, knees swelling up. So, yeah, so that's my, true yeah, training right there. Yeah, yeah my, absolutely. My
1: boys get adjusted on Monday. And then I go out and get them adjusted by Doctor Brad or whoever's available no. on Friday.
0: Yeah, we get them. We check them. You know, people. Uh, w- that is a common. How often do you kids get adjusted? Well, like They get checked all the time. Yeah. We only adjust bones if they're if they're malpositioned. You know, if they're stuck or if they're doing whatever. When I mean, we check them every three seconds. So yeah, I think that's a big
2: deal. They. They ask for an adjustment or ask for some muscle work or yeah. ask for ice right. before they ask for that's something right. from the medicine right. cabinet. Yeah, once my sons learn about the laser we
0: have here, they'll be like, oh, God, we got a laser there. Oh, yeah. My, mine already has. Oh, yeah, so that's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Honestly, that laser gets used more by staff than it, than it ever yeah. will on patients. That class yeah. 4 therapy lasers. We need to do a, did we do a podcast on it. Yeah. Oh, we got to do a podcast on it sometime. Yeah. So laser yeah. and um, I want to get the new doctors in to do a podcast on them as well.
1: Okay, I like it. Yeah, you're a yeah, yeah. You're, you're. Listen, you're I think listen, gotta, I'm not in charge of anybody.
2: <laughs> Let's all go. Uh, yeah, I'll see what their schedules like. Thank you, thank you. Dr. Yeah, <laughs> I think we got to give them a heads up too. I think the last time we talked about it, they were they were un- hesitant.
0: Yeah,
2: un- I think they were sweating more than Dr. Liebling. Yeah, they, they,
0: yeah.
2: So if we give them a heads up, kind of let them know. hey. You know,
0: you're gonna get talked to. I'm make
2: like, sure come we come on. You gotta be ready. You gotta make, ready, so. make sure we adjust them before we send yeah. the podcast.
0: Yeah,
1: right, right. Do right, some so.
0: acupuncture. So, um, I would say the biggest, one of the biggest differences in terms of response to injury. How how do our kids respond to injury? They come running to us, you know. Or if they've done that thing enough, they already know the treatment for it, you know. Some things require drugs, you know, screaming fevers or this and that. Absolutely, but on the whole. Uh, our kids, and a lot of the kids we take care of now, understand that there are remedies, effective remedies, you know, that don't involve a uh, that type of intervention. But that that is not all the remedies. So, but there is other things out there, which I think is cool.
1: Okay, cool. That's it. That's all I've got. Do you guys have
2: anything else? No, I think that was a good overview.
1: Yeah, I think that kind of gives people a little bit more insight on uh, how we handle things yeah. in our own lives, right. especially with the kids. Um, Bottom and- line,
0: It's a work camp. Yeah. Like, you're exercising, and if you're not moving, if you're not physically moving, then there's got to be a really good reason. Yeah. You just can't, you cannot get past the studies, especially young men, that you have to keep them moving. That is
1: how you help them. That's right. You've got to stay moving. I, I lost... The count it's Wednesday so it's Wednesday uh, so we've seen we're punch drunk yeah, yeah we, we've seen 200. like what yeah about 200 patients um through this morning about half of them I'm constantly reminding them and it's my job is to remind them to make sure they're walking every get day. out
0: that's right make
1: sure they're they're getting the, their target heart rate up make sure they're hitting their target mm-hmm. heart rate exercise you don't have to go run a marathon right. just the numbers just we, 30 we
0: minutes did, we did a podcast yeah. on the numbers 30 Use minutes the numbers you need to know
2: yeah, a, and if you don't do it, we're doing a time card. And Dr. Brad's oh, gonna collect it. I man. talked to one of my patients this morning, he's sixty eight, I believe. And so back in January, so actually before okay. we knew all this was going on, he was walking one mile a day. Now currently he's walking eight miles a day. Oh. So he just gotta set this goal and he just steadily Dominate you know, yeah. over the He's gonna live forever. Over these eight, nine months, he steadily increased his mileage. It's fantastic. And, he, and he's tracking it. He has his iPhone. He's using some yeah, tech. Yeah, there's to, tons of... Man, if you're motivation. into... If you're into
0: data and it's collection and analysis, there's so much cool stuff out there now. If you're a yeah. graph geek, yeah, you, he said you have got to go exercise and track
2: that. It's yeah. super fun. He was telling me today he's walked to Nevada at this point. So, It's absolutely fantastic. Wonderful. It's absolutely fantastic. For some people, that's, you know that's the Uh, motivation
1: yeah one of our patients likes to likes to track how much he bikes and by the end of the year i think he had biked to oh it was mexico city last year it was panama or mexico Mm -hmm. city i don't know it was there and back oh yeah it was it was a long way he's out of control we've got some true
0: true crazy people here true heroes true absolute (laughs)
1: machine just
0: machines like and uh, taking care of them, making them more efficient, it's just, it's super fun. So, anyway,
2: that's all I've got. Now, I think if there's any other questions, we could, you know, if we get any questions about, about yeah. this, we could throw it into our round robin. Yeah, round.
0: if you have questions about your kids or health, just email Kim. It's K-I-M at M-F-wellness dot O-R-G. Go ahead, Kim. You had something to say?
1: Yeah, I was going to ask, do you guys let your kids wear backpacks on one shoulder? No, that's
0: ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous!
1: You can look cool when you're in college. <laughs>
2: okay, well. Um, if okay. you,
1: Dr. Brad and Dr. Josh have both covered what we should be doing with backpacks. Also, um, didn't we do something? We've, We've done, done everything right? on it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That, like, look, I just tell just them, look, when you're look in college, up. you can look cool. No, we to look cool now. Do the you know? only, the only time you should have one, one backpack strap on is when you're putting on your backpack.
2: That's right, and that's only because you get unless but you're just going to put of it on the time. it's easier time. for yeah. somebody to come along and slap that. One strap on your shoulder and the bag goes Yeah, to the you get
0: into a situation. A sitch. You know, a sitch arises. Now you strap that pack on tight yeah. and you're handling it. And you're ready to. One, one strap, you can't do anything. You yeah. can't defend yourself. Is that why? No. <laughs> no. That's
2: kind reason of. number two. Yeah,
0: kind of. Number one Multiple. is back safety. That's also why that there were socks and shoes, because you can't defend your home in flip flops. That's right. Yeah, good question. Kim, anything else? Wonderful. Nope. That's it. Okay, okay, so for uh, Dr. Matt dr brad mauer for kimberly and for me dr fink Uh, thank you all for listening and we will talk to you in two weeks
2: and a big thank you goes out to hug monster sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do